here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. SAFM 105.6 FM in Palabora. Okay, let's move on then to the last issue before we get to the drama coming up just now. Uh, Trevor Myberg is with me, the general manager at Bushwise. Trevor, good chatting to you. Hello. Hi, good evening. How are you? I'm very good indeed. Now, understand we're going to talk about something that's really interesting where where students from abroad are able to experience uh, firsthand uh, some very specific specialization training programs that, that you can share some light on. So, so good chatting to you and tell me more about it. Okay, thank you very much for the opportunity, first of all. Thank you. Um, yes, Bushfire's Field Guiding Academy, we've been in existence for the last 10 plus years. Um, started off with an idea that we would like to um, invite uh, not only um, South Africans, but obviously international uh, students into, how can I say, being groomed into a safari um, guide sort of career. Um, the industry itself, has pretty much uh, been left to its own devices, but with training providers like ourselves, together with Phil, uh, the Field Guides Association of Southern Africa, we started to make things a little bit more centered and structured, and that's where we fit in. Okay, and, and some of the practicalities around what you actually will do, explain that? Um, well, practically what we do is, uh, apart from teaching students, or should I say young people graduating from, uh, how can I say, just normal school, mm. uh, in our case, grade 12, uh, teaching them things like uh, soft skills, being able to deal with people and general public on a day-to-day basis, but more importantly, our foreign tourists that uh, come to our shores to come and uh, see our natural wildlife and enjoy the outdoors um, in a lodge and hospitality environment. And then the actual hard skills or the knowledge side of things, teaching them skills such as 4x4 driving skills, um, being uh, able to handle advanced um, uh, weaponry in terms of, of uh, heavy caliber rifles from a protection point of view, um, teaching them things all along animal behavior, how to interpret it, how it all um, uh, interlinks with, with uh, nature and ourselves. Um, yeah, just about everything, including weather and climate, all the way through analyzing geology, botany, uh, being able to track animals by just reading the, you know, the signs they leave behind. It's, uh, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite a, a wide variety uh, of skills and, and knowledge that we pass on. And, and do I take it there's, a, there's, a, there's an appetite, there's a demand for this? Most certainly. Um, the tourism industry in our country, if you're not aware, is basically at an all-time high right now. Um, and there is a huge demand for qualified, ex- well, not necessarily experience just yet because you work towards that, but um, a huge demand. The lodges are looking for professional people, um, you know, to obviously promote their services. And the field guide, or the safari guide, if you want to call it that, is at the coalface. He's the one that's uh, on the front line. He spends most of the time with uh, these international and local uh, tourists. And they expect nothing but the best for the money that they spend. So we need to make sure that the folks that are escorting them around in, in game parks and nature reserves are top class. Yeah, but share, share with us how, you know, you speak between tourists and then South Africans also want to, uh, you know, learn about many of these skills that you refer to. How does it play? Are there been some examples of those that have then uh, gone through this program? How has it changed their appreciation of many of the things that they, that they, they, they come here in terms of, uh, you know, that broader issue of bushwise? Explain that to us. Yeah, 
Um, well, simply it's the case of most of the training, in fact, if not all the training, is not just theory-based, which I think where most of the shortcomings have been in the past. It's more practically based. So 90% of the time is actually spent out in the natural wild, in the surroundings, with uh, myself and three of our other colleagues who combined have over probably 50 years of experience in terms of um, guiding tourists um, in the natural wild and that type of experience we hand on on a day-to-day basis. As I say, we, we are practically minded and orientated and um, we, we show and tell, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. Do you just think there's a, there's a general naivety around you know, understanding, you know, animals, in this case, when you're out in the bush, uh, I, I think about, you know, some who understand the do's and don'ts, but there are many others who take incredible risks, and it appears to be mainly foreigners who do just that when they when they tourist into our country. Um, yes, I think, generally speaking, people are oblivious to the fact of what's going on around them. I think they've become desensitized over, uh, well, by living in the concrete jungle, you know, everything's a rush just to get to work on time, and everybody's scrambling to get promotion and increases, etc. And I think they've forgotten, um, you know, when, when we're young people, we've got that inquiring, inquisitive mind. We're always exploring um, new things. Whereas I think um, today's society, most people are just getting stuck in a rut and just getting by. And it's incumbent upon people like ourselves to try and remind people of the finer things around us and appreciate it. Unfortunately, um, given that sort of situation where people have become sort of um, an old to to what's going on around them. We've we've kind of lost sight that uh, if we don't care and nurture or take care and nurture what is remaining of our natural wildlife, it's actually going to dwindle a lot more faster than we actually anticipate. I think I think the the, the greater issue around that is just a general appreciation of of wildlife. To to what degree a you know in terms of what you do to to South Africans and then tourists fully appreciate wildlife in terms of observing them, but but allowing them and giving them the space to to roam in their spaces without being hindered by by human beings who often you know may, sort of do the most outrageous things in their spaces. <laughs> that is quite the case. Yeah, we we quite we quite strict and and uh, well, when I say strict, uh, we we quite rigid in trying to get that message across. Um, you know, there's no handbook that says how you should or shouldn't do it. So basically, as I said, from my combined experience, we're in a position to actually guide and facilitate people in the sort of career path. But when they actually enter into the career, they can actually grow on an exponential basis and not sort of just, okay, well, I've, I've, got, I've got my exams, I've got my 80% or 90%, so therefore I'm qualified. It's an ongoing process, um, which only we can enhance and facilitate, once again, as I said, by actually showing them how to do it. <laughs> yeah, tell, tell, and, and, and the type of, you know, education around it, besides what you do uh, globally, and I'm talking about, you know, one is the risk-taking with people with animals, and they make, and we know we, people have lost lives in this country because they've taken risks, and that happened mainly to foreigners, but the other is just almost um, that point that I, that I brought up earlier, just not fully appreciating the, the, the risks that uh, that one has when encountering animals, that means not thinking animals are too friendly. They probably are, but they obviously would not be in, encouraged by us uh, encroaching on their field, so they're less friendly with that. Meaning, how many people understand that? That you know, you you can't sort of tailor animals' behaviour to to suit and satisfy your needs. Um, well, look, we we obviously don't discount the fact that if you're working in in, in a wildlife uh, 
um, environment that, that animals don't pose a threat. But what we're trying to say is if you manage the situation and you don't, for argument's sake, deliberately provoke an animal, it is actually quite safe to be around a big herd of breeding elephants, for argument's sake. Um, you just got to be aware of what warning signs or danger signals might be indicated, uh, in which case then you can take um, evasive action almost. But it really is, it comes down to the individual and how they actually manage to bond with their group of guests at that point in time um, and, and just reassure them and, and almost lead by example. Uh, people feed off positive energy, so if you are giving off positive energy, and showing that you are not taking unnecessary chances, that you're taking the animal's uh, well-being to heart, um, it's, it's quite easy then to get people to sit back and relax um, while they've been surrounded by animals that are 20 times their size. Mm. And, and in terms of the training that, that you offer, what, what sort of costs are we, are we talking about? One could be just training for people coming as tourists. Others would be training for people wanting to get into, that, into the greater wildlife uh, space as a career, isn't it, in, in terms of being guides and, and a whole lot more? All right. Well, look, initially, uh, people may look at the whole idea as being, wow, that's expensive or whatever the case might be. But we need to put it in perspective first. Is, um, the course that we offered or the courses that we offer extend either over a 23-week period, which is basically six months, or if you choose to take uh, an additional six months where we actually place people at uh, functioning working lodges so that they have an apprenticeship period or what we call a placement period, Obviously, the price differs slightly. Um, but before I, I give sort of facts and figures, what I can say is you've you got to understand that other things like their meals, their accommodation, all um, um, outside for service providers, because things like first aid uh, certificates um, need to be uh, provided. You need to get a public driver's license uh, or public driver's permit. All these little things uh, cost money, but obviously that's built into our fee. Um, without giving exact um, figures, I would say if you were to choose, for argument's sake, the 23-week course, you're looking in the region of about 140,000 uh, South African rand. Obviously, if you're coming from overseas, it's a completely different uh, um, sum or figure depending on what currency you're working on. But it's no different to, for argument's sake, spending the same amount of money for a two-year university course for a BCom, etc., or a one-year uh, um, ecom, whatever degree you want to call it that. Um, but certainly, if you if you need exact figures, I'll be quite happy to give you our marketing department. Okay. Um, no, I, I think what will be just just good is it just a, a ballpark figure, just even a generalization, so ballpark, we can get. You're looking at about 140,000 rand for the 12-month period. Okay. Now, what about the issues of you know scholarships, bursaries, some subsidization for many people? Certainly okay. in South Africa, well, I think often would not be able to afford it. Otherwise, it becomes very elitist. Well, let's put it this way: um, quite accessible. I mean, uh, most of the banks, the major banks in the country, are quite happy uh, as long as uh, are quite happy to provide uh, finance for this type of studying uh, method or, or colleges. We are busy registering as a further education and training college, uh, so that um, obviously the the not so well wealthy people can actually make bursary loans, etc., from um, other learning institutes, uh, banking institutions. And um, we do have a payment option, um, stretching over the three or a, a, I think a six-month period, if I'm not mistaken. Once again, we are quite happy to accommodate. But certainly the availability of funding is uh, not difficult to come by. 
Okay, give me give me a website address I can direct people to. Oh, with the greatest of pleasure. Uh, www.bushwise.co.za Okay, got that. Thank you for uh, for your time. Most interesting, uh, certainly a career that you may well want to consider uh, taking up, um, and not just career, one just general interest in the issues of just being in the bush, but the other is possibly a career as well. Trevor Meyerberg, General Manager at uh, Bushwise. Okay, that brings us to the, the drama, the late night serial, and it's called The Book of Zone 6.